0: Help, I Got a Mac, podcast episode number 33. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
1: I'm Chris Biting.
0: And I am just back from an awesome event that you missed, my friend.
1: I know. I'm so
0: upset. How did you possibly miss the first annual, first ever PodCamp Ohio?
1: Uh, the person I was going to go with ended up uh, not going, so I missed out on it through that. But it's okay. I, well, I don't blame him.
0: Well, dude, all you had to do is, I mean, you knew this other guy, I think, that was going <laughs> up there and and was uh, definitely going to have a, tra- a mode of transportation in which you could have hitched a ride and
1: a place well, to stay. Well, it, it, it was kind of like last minute. Oh, was,
0: that's a bummer. Happened, so, yeah. Well, we missed you. And uh, if you're wondering, I did record my session that I did up there, if you're at cool. all interested. So, so
1: I'll get to listen to it.
0: Okay. Yeah, com. So, yeah, we missed you. Um, I just wanted to start things off and ask you how things are going with your new job, my friend.
1: Oh, they're great, man. Uh share this is rocking and rolling. And uh
0: so for those that don't know this, Chris has left his uh corporate IT job and, and I think didn't you just like get a promotion to where you had like a penthouse uh suite office up on the like thirty fifth floor overlooking the the greater Cincinnati area <laughs> or something?
1: Yeah, that and the private helicopter. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so you gave all that up and now what are you doing?
1: Um I'm working at a startup, Um, ShareThis is a company based here in Cincinnati, which is kind of cool, an internet startup based in town, and uh, what we have is a product called ShareThis, which allows people to, to, you know, you you can put this little tool on your blog, and people have seen it on, on the internet, it's a very distinct icon, and it allows people to share posts and stuff to other social websites like Dig or Reddit and uh, post it to your blog you know like blogger and wordpress and things like that or email it to someone. So if there's an interest so if I find something interesting like you know help i got a mac.com uh, podcast episode number 32, I can go to your site and share that show with someone else anywhere on the internet.
0: That's right. So basically I installed the WordPress widget Uh, Created by share this and there's a little share this icon at the bottom of every single post and also at the bottom of every page that's on my website so anybody that wants to can click that button they can immediately just through the quick quick click of a button or two they will be able to share it with on there as a posted item on Facebook they can post a link to it on Twitter I mean they can just really get the word out they can put it into dig.com just really cool, and I, th- I think that's really awesome. I think that, you know, with the multitude of social networking spaces out there, we all know people and interact with different people on different networks all throughout the social new media strata, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and what's cool is you can also download a plugin for your browser, and it, it's not a toolbar. It doesn't take over your whole browser. It just puts a little share this icon in the top uh, right-hand corner of your browser in Firefox. And uh, it'll allow you to do everything that you can do with the widget um, on sites that don't have the widget. So if you're like on, you know, Download Squad, which doesn't have the Share This icon, if you click on this little widget, it'll it'll bring up your Share This, um, you know, widget there, so you can you can do all your Share This stuff on any site you want. It's pretty awesome.
0: Very cool. Well, I'm glad that uh, you got yourself a nice edgy, techie, in the cutting edge of things kind of career. I think that's really awesome. Thanks, man. I just wish you a wonderful congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Cool. So um, let's go ahead and talk about some things this week. Now, the first thing I will say is that uh, this podcast could be in danger of extinction if people do not call in and ask questions or or leave us comments uh, as far as things that you want to know about the Mac. We're starting to assume that you guys know everything there is to know about the Mac and that you completely 100% got everything under control. Yes <laughs> And if we, and if that is the case, then my friend Chris and myself have, we have succeeded in our goal in life in bringing you the full knowledge of Mac.:
1: Yep, I can retire.
0: Yes. But the truth is, is honestly, I believe that you guys probably still have lots of questions out there. And there might be somebody out there that you guys, maybe you're just thinking about getting a Mac and Macintosh computer for the first time. And you have those little questions like, is this going to work? Am I going to have to do this? You know, don't be afraid to ask the basic stuff because we are always going to keep it kind of basic here. For as long as we do this show, we mm-hmm. really want to uh, continue to be here for the new Mac user. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> in fact, you can always send your email to feedback at gspn.tv, or you can go ahead and call us right now. The phone number is area code 859 795 Four zero six seven. That that voicemail hotline is available twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. And that is again area code eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. All right. So instead of answering questions today, we are going to talk about some news in the Mac world. What's going on in the in the Mac headlines, my friend?
1: <clears throat> oh well. Today, uh, I didn't even realize this until I was getting ready to leave the office that. Uh, an update to ten five came out ten point uh, five point four
0: okay, which means what? <laughs>
1: well the operating system is OS 10 yes, and the current new version if you bought a Mac today would be ten point five or leopard, and after that is another number, so it's ten point five point four and what that means is that that's the fourth update that they've applied to the ten point five since it's come out. A uh, few, you know, earlier this year, which means they're really cranking out the updates.
0: That is very cool. I'm glad that they're they're cranking out updates. It seems to me like now would be a pretty decent time to go ahead and upgrade to Leopard, thinking that probably all the kinks and the inner workings of all the third party software, you know, that it should be pretty smooth by now.
1: Yeah, if if you've held off, you know, if you've got a Mac and you've got Tiger on it, you've held off buying a, a boxed copy of, of Leopard. I think. It's pretty mature now. We're at you know four point releases since it's come out, and you know I very rarely have any issues with it now. So I've been very very happy with it.
0: Very cool. And I'll just let people know uh, I am still running running. I guess it would be ten point four. Is that correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten point. You're running ten point four point eleven. Right. 10, something like that.
0: Yeah. So I I am still running OSS OS X ten, which is uh, the Tiger version. And to this day, I have absolutely no problem whatsoever. So, um, I I don't, I really, honestly, I feel no desire or compulsion whatsoever to upgrade to Leopard at this point. Uh, Mm. Just, there's really not anything that I've heard that has ultimately said, you know, "Mm, I really wish I could run this program, but it only works on Leopard. I think there's only two programs I've seen out there that are like that, and I've got other programs that do that exact same thing, so... I'm still happy. So just so sure. you guys know, I mean, you can really do whatever you want in that area. Yep. Hey, did you hear about um the new re- uh software that's ga- that's going to release on uh with the new iPhone uh 3G and it's it's got like special new features in
1: it? <laughs> for the existing iPhone users?
0: No, 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 no. This is for people who get the next generation, the thir- the 3G phone. It, oh, it, what's it called? Every 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 3G phone is coming with IceMite built in. Have you heard about that? <laughs> no. Let me play you the commercial. This is this this was taken out of the actual um, keynote. Steve Jobs didn't want to let it out, but take a listen to this, okay? Okay. Here we go. Right now, I promise. Oh, where's my? It... Come on, YouTube! Don't die on me now. YouTube just killed me. Wah, wah, wah. That's all right, watch this. I'm gonna switch over to Internet Explorer and it'll load it right up
1: here. Are you using that on Windows? Yeah, there you go. Okay,
2: let's talk about the brand new iPhone. Now, there are over 10 trillion first generation iPhones in service <laughs> at this moment in time. That's more iPhones than people, folks. But despite this immense popularity, We found ourselves saying, how can we make it better? So we inserted this. It's a grain of sand from the Ark of the Covenant. Every new iPhone will be shipped with this tiny piece of the Grail tablet inserted inside of it. With the power of God inside this new iPhone, you'll be able to move mountains, crush armies, and shoot QuickTime video at 640 by eight. <laughs> but that's not all. We've come up with a new feature we like to call Ice Mike. It allows you to unleash the wrath of God onto any person in your contacts list. Simply <laughs> select whoever you want. Nice. And make a swirling motion with your finger. Oh God. Oh Lord. No, this isn't right. Ah!
0: Ah! And then of course it shows him like deteriorating as he has just smited himself
1: sweet like his face melted like in uh, raiders of the lost ark
0: exactly nice how awesome is that all right so anyway that was a a little parody of the keynote speech uh from steve job i I really got a kick out of it so (laughs) i love that you can unleash the the wrath of god and (laughs) shoot quick time video (laughs)
1: Yeah, I love <laughs> be that. Sweet, it'd be sweet if it would like make, make beer. <laughs> make anyway, beer. so
0: yeah, uh, I, I'm speaking,
1: sorry. Sp, no, speaking of iPhone, uh, yesterday was the iPhone's official birthday. Uh, last year, or, yeah, last year, last this time yesterday, uh, there was a bunch of nerds waiting out in line getting their new new iPhones and everything. So it's been a whole year.
0: You know, I think right now is probably the ideal time, if you want to, to sell your iPhone, your current first-gen iPhone.
1: Yeah, well, I look at it this way. Um, Even when the new one comes out, and I'm not going to get one right away. I'm going to wait a couple months. Um, Because, you know, I really think that the 2.0 software, the way it's going to be, is going to be really awesome on my existing phone. You know, it's going to have all the features that I want. Uh, You know, the only thing I'm going to miss is GPS and some more storage. But... Um, I think there is going to be a, a good, a st- a still a very, a very good resale value on all these old phones because there's a lot of people who are going to take the software, hack it, and make it work on T-Mobile or, in our case, we've got a, a local GSM provider here in Cincinnati uh, mm-hmm. that you know doesn't have the iPhone, and those people can can hack the iPhone and make it work on those networks. So I think there appear- there's going to be enough of a demand for people to do that kind of stuff. To, to make the phones that you and I have still still fetch at least what we're going to pay for our new one.
0: Yeah, and and I know a friend of mine locally here that because you cannot buy an iPhone right now, not even the first gen. Um, yeah, that th- they're going like hotcakes on on Craigslist and everything else like that. So uh, he was able to sell his iPhone for which was going to be for the same price as what it's going to cost him to get a sixteen gig.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I I think that. You know, and there's people who don't want to spend thirty five extra dollars a month for the for the three G data plan and SMS messages. So, you know, they can they can buy like your iPhone or my old iPhone, reactivate it on, on AT and T, and it'll be twenty dollars a month. What'll be twenty dollars a month? Just the normal, you know, I, iPhone plan, the original iPhone plan.
0: Oh, okay. So the, the I I didn't follow. you. I was reading the chat. Okay. I do apologize.
1: Okay. <laughs> that's okay. Let's say that uh, let's say you didn't have an iPhone. Yes. And I had an iPhone. Yes. And you wanted to buy my old one off of me, so I sell you my old one. You can still hook it up to iTunes and activate it as a new, you know, old iPhone.
0: Oh, with the old iPhone plan, that's that's ten dollars or less than the new plans that are getting ready to come out in July.
1: Right. Exactly. Okay.
0: That makes perfect sense. I apologize. I was just reading Aggie's. Um, comment in the chat room, and I was going to bring it up when you were finished, uh, just saying that the geocachers of the world are very pumped about the new iPhone having GA- GPS compatibility. Have you ever been geocaching before?
1: Yes, I have.
0: Have you? I, I have not. It's been something I've always wanted to do. Just haven't yeah, got actually, out to do uh, it yet.
1: Actually, Emily and I, on our wedding, we geocached on our honeymoon.
0: And for those who don't know what geocaching is, it's a. it can be kind of like a, a great family um, experience. Ex- uh, experience that you can have together or it's just something to do enjoyable on your own uh, but the idea is that you use a gps which of course tells you exactly your location where you're at mm-hmm. and you go out to a a hidden place at, you know kind of off, off the beaten track or some of them actually are right in public look,
1: exactly yeah and, and they to hit- watch out for the muggles though
0: the muggles what's a muggle
1: <laughs> that, that that's the term from a harry potter book um yeah. And what a muggle means are people who aren't geocachers. And let's say like it's it's in a public place, you know, hidden underneath a light post or something. Right. You want to be kind of inconspicuous because it, it would be really easy for someone who doesn't know what's going on to just take that and throw it away. Right. So you kind of want to be on the you know, on the on, on the down low. Gotcha. But geocaching is cool. You go to uh, geocaching.com, and uh, you put in your. You know your zip code or wherever you're going to be, and you can find out if there's ones near you, and you get the coordinates, and you put them in your GPS. And but it won't always lead you exactly right there. There's still like a circle of of what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Randomness associated with it. You can only get so close. Okay. A four foot radius. Yeah, forty foot radius. And, and the rule is, you know, the, the cache can't be buried, but it can be underneath a rock or underneath a pile of rocks or, you know, underneath some leaves. or It just can't be buried, but it can be under a tree, you know. It, it, it's a lot of fun, it, and you would be surprised. Uh, some local parks actually encourage geocaching here in Hamilton County in Ohio. Uh, geocaching, um, as long as it's not too far off the path, is, is allowed, and uh, you just have to register with Hamilton County and uh, you can you're, you're you're free to place a cache. Now some state parks some state parks don't allow it and all national parks don't allow it because they can they they think it causes vandalism and stuff like that.
0: Right. Or just littering or or I mean cuz there's really no rules official rules to ge- geocaching as yeah, to and, as to what the, you leave behind.
1: The the unwritten rule is is you uh cache in and trash out. So you take a you, you take a you want to take a garbage bag with you and if you see any trash along the way, you know, cans or, or or uh paper and stuff like that it, it's it's good form to pick that stuff up along the way yeah it's
0: kind of neat that the iphone's going to have that ability so I, i'm pretty oh yeah sc- it's I'm- awesome
1: I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to a, a geocaching uh application that'd be kind of cool wouldn't it
0: oh i'm sure that they'll be there They're, that that just seems like i mean it's just waiting to be you know, uh, ties in with
1: Google Maps, like a little mashup kind of thing. That'd be sweet. Yeah.
0: Dude, uh, you know, Google Maps is amazing. I, I did not realize this, but do you know they have our entire area with Street View now?
1: It's amazing, isn't it?
0: I just, I, I looked up my own street in my own neighborhood, and th- lo and behold, there's my house. My van was parked in the front. <laughs> I, I remember the day that the van was there, but I didn't see the the Google folks come by and take pictures.
1: Yeah, normally it's like a little uh, Volkswagen Beetle with a camera attachment on top of it, like a dome. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm sure it won't be long until we have that integrated feature into the iPhone so you can go, Yeah, you know, go to your maps and look at it. And and that's what's real nice about it is, you know, yeah, the corner of, you know, Main and 12th, but what's on the corner, at least with Street View, you can look around and go, oh, okay, there's going to be a McDonald's on the corner and a gas station on the other side. So
0: Right. It's pretty awesome. I, I must say that I, I'm really excited about the all the new technologies. Everything's going to the web, uh, which is, you know, it's a dream come true for me. In fact, one of the things that I'll say about the iPhone is um, I, did, I did something and did a bold move today. And I canceled my, both Stephanie and I had unlimited text messaging on our iPhones. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, if you have the original iPhone plan, it's $20 a month for the data portion of it. And it came with t- unlimited data and 200 text messages. And if you wanted to have up to 1,500 text messages, you had to bump it up to $30 a month. Or for unlimited SMS, it's $40 a month. And I got to thinking about it. It's like, you know what? I love SMS and I love to interact with Twitter via SMS. But I had to ask myself, and I, and I sat down with Stephanie I said, is this really worth $40 a month? And we both agreed. It's like no, that's ridiculous. Especially with the, as tight as things are right now, we decided to to really cut back. And and so uh, what we've done is we've actually canceled all of the SMS off of our, off of the phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also knocked ourselves down to the the next lowest thing on the uh, calling plan. So we're we're we just dropped sixty bucks a month on our, oh, yeah. our plan. It's like man, that's that just felt good just doing that.
1: So yeah I, I just don't see the appeal of I mean, you know, I, I use text messages, uh, you know, I use maybe a hundred a month, and I don't know, man, I just I, I like them, I like the convenience of them, but it's really like the biggest ripoff in, in, in the cell phone game is SMS. Yeah,
0: that well, the thing is is uh, what allowed me to get rid of them is the fact that for I used it a lot for Google, uh, Google Calendar. And my reminders would always send me SMS messages for everything. And I just said, you know what? I'm still going to have reminders. I'm just going to have it send it via email. And, of course, I've got unlimited data. So every time I get an email from Google Calendar, I'll know to check it, right?
1: And I'm sure we're going to have a Google Calendar application for the iPhone shortly.
0: Yeah. And, of course, um, what is it, November that the push technology is going to be made available to third party?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, September, I think.
0: Oh, is it September? Okay, so then you know Google can start you know sending the notifications via push to me uh, that I have updates and stuff. So or reminders. So yeah, we have that. And of course, um, I was the thing I was using uh, this SMS for the most was Twitter. And of course, they have you know the Holo H A H L O dot com. And I just signed up for a service called Ping. Dot fm. Have you heard of
1: ping.fm? Yeah, ping.fm ping is pretty cool.
0: It is awesome. So now, it, before I stayed away from JQ and, and Pounce and all those other services, but mm-hmm. now with one update, I'm updating uh, Twitter, JQ, Pounce, uh, MySpace, Facebook, um, Plaxo, uh, Plurk and everything else under the sun. Yeah,
1: I had an idea for that for an application like that like a year ago. You know, I kept saying, "Man, I should make something like that. I should make something like that." Of course, I don't know anything about programming. I could just come up with ideas, and uh, yeah, it looks like Ping FM did exactly what I wanted to do.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that is awesome. I, I'm I'm glad that uh, those different technologies are out there making everything available via the little web browser, and that just makes everything really sweet. So since we're, let's see here, there's some news in the Windows world, isn't there?
1: Well, it's Windows, but I can kind of bring it around to the Mac since uh, this guy was, you know, this guy's company is still the largest uh, software uh, developer besides Apple for the Macintosh. And that's Bill Gates. Bill Gates retired on Friday, Um, you know say what you want about the guy he was you know he's changed the world so I just thought I would say something about that because you know I like Bill Gates I read his book The Road Ahead uh, back when I was in high school because I was that much of a nerd so yeah Billy G I'm gonna miss him
0: yeah so I think he's gonna do all philanthropy work from this point forward now which is I think really cool
1: oh yeah he's gonna give away most you know he's got 40 some odd million or billion dollars in the bank and He's pretty much said he's going to give almost all of it away. You know, he's going to leave his kids a, a little bit, you know, like a couple mil. You know, I mean, really, how much do you need? And uh, Warren Buffett's going to give him all of his money, too. So he's going to have this giant pool of money to just to just change the world in, in such a good way. I think it's awesome.
0: That is so awesome. All right. So uh, and then, of course, we have one other bit of news I think you wanted to share.
1: Yeah. Um, as you guys know, I love video games. I'm gonna love something I told my wife that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 70 someday, and I'm still gonna be playing video games. I'm gonna want to get the you know PlayStation 9 or the Xbox 3006 or whatever, whatever they're gonna come out with at some point when I'm 70. Hopefully, um, I'll, I'll want to get. But uh, Blizzard um, just announced uh, on Saturday in Paris that Diablo 3 is coming out. And of course, it'll be out for the Macintosh at the same time, the exact same day, probably in the same box uh, when it comes out for Windows. So uh, those people who are into Diablo and StarCraft and World of Warcraft and all that kind of stuff, uh, it was a very, very cool announcement on Saturday.
0: Very, very awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to wrap up the rest of the show by going over some things that we do randomly from time to time, and that is to give you guys a lot of software picks and Everything that we're about ready to share with you, we will have links in the show notes section. So if you just go to helpigotamac.com, you'll mm-hmm. see under episode number thirty three, you will uh, be able to find the links to all of the programs that we're about ready to share with you. And so I
1: think everything we're going to talk about is is as as of right now, as as of the recording of this of this podcast, which is, which is June twenty ninth two thousand eight, all these programs are free.
0: Very, very cool. I'll tell you what, we'll go, in, uh, we'll go back and forth, and I want to start off, and then I'll let you go next. The first one I want to tell you about, I heard about the uh, a program called I Alert You. And this thing is really awesome. A friend of mine, his name is DG, he happens to be a co-host of another show that I do called About the Church. And uh, let me read to you what this program, um, how it's described. It says, I Alert you is a free alarm system for the Intel Mac laptops and works like this. You activate the alarm via your remote or a menu. and if your Mac is moved or disturbed, the screen starts flashing, and a blaring and, and blaring let's see. blaring uh, okay. Well, there's a typo in here. It starts flashing and a blaring alarm sound starts going off. Uh, how does, how does it do this? Uh, it uses your built-in Mac's SMS sensor, or I guess those are, what do, what else do they call that? The accelerometers, right? Yes. To detect any movement of your Mac. If you spend a lot of time in libraries, coffee shops, or any public place, this app could really come in handy. While, while I alert you, is really fun and a creative program be aware that it is beta software and therefore subject to some issues now my friend has this okay so he brought it over and, and had it in the studio and he took his little apple remote and he pushes the button and it does that choo choo you know like a, a real fancy alarm system on a car would do <laughs> and funny. so so people if you're at, if you go to start if you're at Starbucks and you go to the bathroom you hit this button and everybody knows that your your MacBook has just been armed. And you leave it, and of course, you leave it open. And if somebody goes to pick it up, get this. It it does exactly what you it just said. It it makes this really loud sound, it bleeps, it's you know, I've been violated. I've been violated. Something <laughs> just keeps going on and on and on. And it's really loud, very annoying. But not only that, it also takes a picture. Of the person who's taking the laptop and emails it to you.
1: That is cool.
0: Is that cool? And then I think if I'm not mistaken, he said it also has like a phone home feature where if they, you know, when they go home and they, they hook it up to their network or do something or anything, as soon as it gets a network connection, it immediately does a phone home and emails you um, the IP address and everything. Oh, That's awesome dude that is very cool so anyway that's called I alert you and from what he's telling me it's absolutely free and I do have a a link to that in the show notes section so we'll put that in there what do you got
1: well um actually I'm gonna let you keep the ones that you put down so I'm gonna go with uh, one of my picks here handbrake and uh, we've talked about handbrake before handbrake is an amazingly awesome piece of software and if you've got an Apple TV or an iPhone or a video iPod or you just want to store your, store your content on your hard drive so you can put your, your media away, what Handbrake does is allow you to take your DVDs and convert them over to MPEG-4 and put them on your computer or your iPhone or your iPod or your Apple TV.
0: That is sweet. Now, does it just grab just the content of the movie or does it get the menuing systems? How does that work?
1: It will just grab the chapters or the sections of of the DVD that you want. It won't do the whole movie. Uh, If you want to rip the whole movie, there's another program, and I'll put this in the show notes, called Mac the Knife. Okay. And uh, Mac the Knife can – I think it's called Mac the Knife. I'll double-check on that. But that will copy the the video underscore TS folder and stuff like that, which you can – uh, use I think there's a little bit of uh, hackery involved, but I believe you can you can take those files that it creates with Mac the knife, which are just an image of the DVD menu and everything, and use them on the Apple TV. I think in a certain way or something. Gotcha. Or so, the DVD player or something on the Mac.
0: So with Handbrake, it it will grab certain chapters and titles. Is that is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, it'll choose the longest title by default, or the the longest stretch of video. Oh, okay. By default, so. So nine times out of ten, whatever it's going to choose is going to be the right thing. Okay. And there's so, and there's boom. presets for you know the iPhone and all that stuff.
0: Cool. So so and basically with the software because I've not used it yet, so you install it and then you load it up, insert a DVD, DVD, and it's pretty much just hands off. You just let it do its thing.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And it it takes you know it takes a certain amount of time depending on the length of the video or you know what quality you want and stuff. Normally it's going to be an hour or so for a full movie. Great. And but you know, when I'm, when I'm going on a trip, like when I went to, uh, I flew uh, out of town to uh, New York uh, a few months ago, I loaded like three or four movies up on my iPhone and watched them, you know, on a plane and while I'm waiting for the plane and when I'm in the taxi and all sorts of stuff. So it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I have been, uh, I, I just, of course, went up to PodCamp Ohio and I had the worst experience with my Wi-Fi or with my battery on my iPhone, that thing is pitiful. If you're if you're actually scrolling, and 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 going through the internet all day long using Edge, that thing sucks down really fast. You cannot get one full day's worth of browsing on that thing.
1: Well, I just uh, I just got my my latest issue of MacWorld, and there was an ad inside MacWorld. Um, I guess the former owner of um, of the sharper image or whatever. Uh, was having a problem with his iPhone, you know, battery dying so fast when he was using it all over the place. And what it is, it's this little lithium-ion battery that you can charge up, um, you know, with a cable and stuff that it it provides. But on one, it's just a lithium battery like this brick, this little, you know, thin brick – and on the other side, it's a dock connection. And you can just plug this into the bottom of your iPhone or your iPod and it'll charge it up for you, or you can run it right off of it. And it'll last another, you know, eight or nine hours. Sweet. And it's like fifty bucks.
0: That sounds cool. Yeah, I, I was I, I would have loved to have had something like that. Finally on the on the drive home from Columbus, I actually got my MacBook out and my USB cable and i just had to turn on the macbook just to power my iphone and charge it on the way home just a little bit so
1: <laughs> emily one emily was was in uh kent for uh some classes and she was driving back home and her her ipod died and she didn't have a car adapter with her oh. and she really wanted to listen to this podcast you know because it's a long trip right so she's like, "Wait a minute, I've got my MacBook with me." So she takes the MacBook, sits it in the passenger seat, plugs the cable into the headphone jack and uses it as a giant expensive iPod on the way home. I thought that was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> and and at the same time, it would be awesome to use the, you know, the USB connector. Oh, she, you said she didn't have the USB connector.
1: No, she didn't. Oh, just had okay. the iPod. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was funny.
0: No, that's awesome. I I've I've certainly had to use my MacBook as a giant iPod before as well. <laughs> All right. So, so go to the
1: next piece of software, Cliffington.
0: All right. Let's go to Addium. This is one that we have talked about several times in the past. But for those who are recently uh, finding our show and you have a Mac computer and you have not figured out the best method of doing chat, I will tell you it's not iChat. Mm-mm. In fact, if you are somebody who has more than one online in- identity, we call this Web 2.0 Schizophrenia. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you want to get a software package called Adium. It's A-D-I-U-M. It's over at adiumx.com. We'll have a link in the show notes. But this little tiny application is simple and sweet and does exactly what you want it to do. It has the ability to uh, sign into Instant AOL's Instant Messenger. It can do, uh, let's see here, it can do... Yahoo, MSN, Gtalk. Talk. Th- I think, if I'm not mistaken, it does just about all of them, and it it is just simply sweet, cl- crystal clear, free from all the bloat. That comes with many of these chat software packages. Um, it's just wonderful for one-on-one chat with people.
1: Oh, it's wonderful, and and what's great about it is you can get all these cool plugins and themes and just set it up the way you want it. I've got my real minimal, like the, I keep my buddy list on, you know, on top of my Windows the whole time, but it's in the background of my, uh, of my wallpaper. It's just text, you know, it just says, like, you know, Cliff, and then it has like, if he's on Gtalk, or if he's, or if you're on, you know, AOL or whatever, it'll say that, and then that's it. And, you know, I, it's just a really, really nice piece of software. Uh, the only thing it doesn't really do is is video chat, so if you do want to Video chat with people, you know, you got to jump into iChat or use Skype or something like that. But, um, man, Adium for for just straight up instant messaging doesn't get any better, and it's free.
0: Yes, and it's free.
1: All right, you have another item? I do. Um, We talked about this last week, but I wanted to mention it again. And uh, that's a video playing program called VLC. And uh, this also works on Windows. But if you've got one of those weird file formats that you know it's a video and you cannot play it, uh, download VLC and try to play it and add it. Nine times out of ten, it's going to work just fine. Um, you want to go to videoland.org slash VLC. And, uh, again, it's a it's a great video player. It doesn't cost anything. And, uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Very cool. And the other one that I have, of course, is if you need an FTP client and you want it to be on the cheap, it is Cyberduck. And you, you would be able to find that at cyberduck.ch. And I like this little program. I will tell you if you're a Windows person, you've always been using Windows and you you're kind of used to the left pane, right pane side of uh, things and and you know with the left pane being your local drive and the, the uh, right pane being the, the you know the cloud the, the drive up in the cloud. Well, that it doesn't exactly do those things. There there are programs out there like Transmit and some other software packages for FP, FTP that allow you to do things in that way. But those are shareware or, or at least they have some free demos. But you have to pay a little bit of money. But mm-hmm. as far as being able to do what you need to do and functionality of FTPing, uh, it, it, it does it great. And once you get used to it, um, it's kind of nice for the price, which is free. Yep. So that's what I have, and what's your next one?
1: All right, this is kind of a beta. It's it's really, really, really new, but I want to talk about it. It's called App Fresh, and okay. uh, it's from a Denmark company or a German company, something like that. But what it does is is it's a lot like Software Update. If you if you have a Mac and you just got the Mac and you had this weird thing that popped up that told you to update you know, all your iLife software and uh, you know your system software and stuff like that it's really really nice convenient because it just pops up tells you what you need to update and, and you're good to go what app fresh is aiming to do is to, to do the same thing for all of your other software and um, hmm. it looks really cool I haven't personally tried it yet but I thought it was it was kind of neat and I wanted to talk about it real quick um, and uh, we have someone in our chat room saying it's, it's they've used it and it's not smart about some apps but yeah, I'm sure it'll get better with time. So, if you want to be, a, if you want to keep all the rest of your applications updated, you might want to give this app fresh a try.
0: Very, very nifty. righty. and so uh, let's see here. One of the other software options that you had listed is the Audacity. For those who want to begin podcasting, uh, you could on the Mac try to use GarageBand. I would advise against it. <laughs> Personally, that's just uh, that's just my own personal opinion there. Uh, but Audacity.sourceforge.net, there'll be a link in the show notes. It's an absolutely free program, open source, and uh, it works exactly the same way it does on the Windows side. So uh, give that a shot.
1: Yep. And uh, it just kind of to, to lump it in. A lot of people don't realize. Well, some people do, I guess. That we use uh, we use Skype to do the to do uh, you know the connection between Cliff and I, and that's why I sound so awesome,
0: right? That's right, man.
1: Yeah, not not that I sound awesome. It's just the quality between us is just fantastic. As far as, I mean, it sounds like I'm talking to you, you know, like you're right next to me. Yep. And um, there's a piece of software uh, called eCam Call Recorder that I just wanted to mention real quick. If you go to ecamm.com, um, it's 15 bucks. And, um, I, I, I did say all these apps are going to be free, but, uh, this one's $15 and it does record Skype both ways. So if if you want to do a podcast and you didn't want to do it live, like we do, but you want to record it, you can do this software for 15 bucks, use a Skype, con- Skype, uh, connection and it, it'll sound just fine.
0: Very cool. And I see that, uh, as far as, um, programs for ftp i see that radio daniel has put in fire ftp for firefox which is actually a plug and uh, thank you for the tip on that in fact if i'm able to here, i will copy this link and put it into the show notes as well and then uh, you wanted to say something about um what was it um, open office
1: open office yeah uh, when you buy your Mac, it, it it comes with a free trial for iWork, and uh, you know after 30 days it doesn't work, and then you have to use something like TextEdit, which, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm gonna real just real quick say that I think iWork is a great piece of software for $79. Um, Keynote is beautiful if you do any kind of presentation work. You know, Keynote is awesome, uh, but if you just want a word processor and a spreadsheet, you don't want to spend a lot of money uh open office at openoffice.org is a is a good solution it's free it's a free uh, version of office and uh they've made some improvements lately there's a beta version out that it looks a little bit more macish for a while there it was kind of janky looking it looked like office 1998 version or something but um it's getting better you know i mean uh, what, what can you expect for a free, free piece of software you know
0: yep absolutely All right, so that is basically our wrap-up of just a few of the free applications that are available and some of the very inexpensive one as well. We know that we have not touched and even scratched the surface of all the wonderful programs that you guys think that a new Mac user might possibly be interested in. They should send it to us. You should send that to us for sure. Send it to feedback at gspn.tv. Mm -hmm. Or better yet, why not go ahead and call it in at area code 859-795-4067. And with that, Chris, I want to say thank you once again for coming out on another Monday night to record Help, I Got a Mac. Thank you. And uh, for everybody else out there, please do us a favor. Go to your local Mac store, your Apple store. And when you see that person with that little glow on their face and their eyes are glazed over and they're a little bit nervous about their purchase... Just tell them to go to help I got a Mac We're out of here. See ya. See you next week.